Red Motivators! Shit, yes. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 172 of The Bad Motivators. I, of course, am Eric Strahlers, and with me, as always, are my two excellent co-hosts, one Mr. Luke Cruiser. Of course. Hey there. And one Mr. Dallas Wood. As the world turns, I spread like germs, bless the globe from the pestilence and hard-headed never learn. Oh. That's, um... (laughs) uniquely apt today my friends yes. so we're we're not I figured gonna lie Wu-Tang was i figured wu-tang was proper properly <laughs> yeah. placed yeah. today mm-hmm. the um the world's upside down man i'm just gonna real quick i i've really had a bad habit lately of just letting myself get completely pissed off about people and things and i don't want to be like that today but I'm going to tell you right now, I don't understand how people can have some of the opinions they're having. And I can't possibly begin to imagine how like the black community feels right now. But rage, I think, is beyond completely justifiable. And Mm -hmm. every time I see somebody have anything to say along the lines of, well, you shouldn't have been insert thing here i just want to punch him in the face and one Mm -hmm. thing i can say that has been nice is that a lot of my friends have called out our other friends for being anything less than a decent human being and i'm glad to see that but i can't i've i've never been so disappointed in people as I am right now and and people are pissed and they should be and maybe some of the methodology comes off as misguided but god damn it how can this still be a thing and I'm going to end up getting pissed so I'm just going to stop right there but <laughs> I consider not I... recording an episode because yeah. it just seems like what what's the point how but we're going to, and here it is. And after we get past this, I'll shut up. You guys, you guys talk. Eric, I think, I think pissed is uh, appropriate beyond, beyond appropriate. Um, and you know, me, you and Dallas is three white dudes in America. We, we, we can't possibly know what it feels like for, for the, for the black community. No, all we can do is show support and, the lack of empathy uh, that a lot of people are showing is telling and disappointing. Um, the leader of our country is the least empathetic person we could have at a moment like this, and it's not good at all. He's completely saying the worst possible things you could say. Whether how you feel about his policies or not doesn't really matter. It's it's the way he's treating things is not good. Um, to say the least. Um, and it, the people who are taking advantage of the situation to, to have their own, to, to, to stoke their own flames is another level of disappointment. It's only causing more pain. And we have to do something. And I don't know what it is, 
and it's it's hard. It's very frustrating. It's very it's shocking some of the things that have come out because everybody is recording everything and live streaming it, and it's all out there, and you can't hide anything you do anymore. And you know, uh, we talk we talk about in the in the in the, in the pregame. Eric Eric shared the video that we were talking about where it was police were walking down the streets, people were st- sitting on their porch watching them go by, and they were telling them to go inside. And they're like, "Well, we're at our house," and they just opened up, you know, non-lethal rounds on them. It's uh, it's, it, it, I understand tensions are high, but seeing people who are laying on the ground claiming the press and not doing anything at all and getting tear gassed in the face and and people people still getting shot and everything else it's so distressing and we have to do something where we can ha- we can all recognize that we are one and not separate it, it it's easy to, it's easy it's easy it's easy to forget that not what it's not it's not even been that long ago that we were drinking from different water fountains and going to different schools and it's still it's that's still a problem with schools i uh, i I don't know where we go, but I think all we can do is try our best to see the perspective of other people, especially people who, like black people, who are have felt this strain for all these years. And and we, if you if you can't be empathetic to it, then I don't know what to do for you. Um, I'd like to read a poem by Tupac Shakur, if you guys will allow me. Go ahead, man. It's called How Can We Be Free? And it says, Sometimes I wonder about this race because we must be blind as hell to think we live in equality while Nelson Mandela rots in a jail cell. For record, this was written 20 years ago, obviously. Where the shores of the Howard Beach are full of African corpses and those that do live to be 18 bum rush to join the armed forces. This is so-called the home of the brave. Why isn't anybody backing us up? When they see these crooked-ass redneck cops constantly jacking us up. Now, I bet some punk ass will say I'm racist, and I can tell by the way you smile at me. Then I remember George Jackson, Huey Newton, and the Geronimo too. Hell with the blood Lady Liberty. And uh, I'm getting choked up reading that because, you know, this guy's murder never got investigated. (laughs) Really? No. And this was 20 years ago and this shit's still going on. And if I'll just say this, if you say anything other than how can I help, or this is a travesty or tragedy and what can we do to help change this? That's all we need to say. Anything else just shouldn't be said. It just flat out shouldn't be said because like Luke said, us for the three of us, we have no idea what it's like to have your father tell you, Hey, if you ever get pulled over, make sure you are nice and you stick your hands out the window so that you don't get shot. We, yeah, they we all, don't know what that's like. Yeah. And the so, only, the, the only talk I ever had from my, my, my mother was, was the talk every kid gets about protection and stuff. Nothing to do about, you know, how to handle a police officer. Stopping you. Know, you. Yeah. Never. One thing that I do want to say, and I'm again, I'm sorry, I realize that my views don't always mirror the views of everyone else, but sure, if you're if you consider yourself a Christian, okay, 
I was going to say if you claim to be a Christian, but if you consider yourself a Christian and you're going to use your faith for anything that besides compassion and understanding and healing in this circumstance right now, then you're a a fraud. You're a freaking mm-hmm. fraud and don't dare use your faith and say it's the same as mine and have it stand for anything that isn't making this better. It's it's mm-hmm. not about hellfire and brimstone and it's not about altercation and it's not about pressing forward and full court press. It's not about that. Mm-hmm. And if you say it is, and Jesus wasn't white. He wasn't for white people. He It was mm-hmm. everybody. Oh my mm-hmm. God, I'm so mad. And there is no way ever that this, that your faith as a Christian should be used as anything except one of acceptance and and an attempt to understand and healing. That's what that's the whole thing. It's nothing else. And if it is, ugh, I'm sorry, I'm getting so pissed right no, now. No, Jesus no, it needed to be said. Thank you. Jesus caused his said. own his own uproars when he saw injustices and and, and, he, and he did, so he did I, some uh, he did some property damage too. Yeah. So I mean it's it's you know it it also was well, not white. Yeah, yeah. I just so, Eric, Eric, you're so justified, buddy. Don't yeah. even begin to feel bad about it. No, it's, man, I need it to be it, said. It's, I, it's 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 sh- people people people, and you know, Dallas and I are not religious. That that's got no reason to do about this at all. But people use their religion; uh, they use it for anything other than the main tenets, which is of love and acceptance, and and and, and caring for your brother, you know, your neighbor. Then, you know, in church, we like to talk about how great we have it here and how, you know, in other countries, there's persecution where, you know, they have to meet in secret and deny their faith or else they could be killed and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And we think about what a cause they're standing up for. Pe- that's happening to people in this country. Yeah, yeah man. Right now. For, for basic tenets of life. And... I'm okay. I'm sorry. I, there's no, we're, buddy, we're all just, human beings, is the point. Buddy, we're all let human it, beings. Let her fly, buddy. It's, it's obviously, yeah. it obviously needs to be said, and obviously, this you feel it hard. Session. It's Bad okay. Healing session. We oh, all feel this way. We're all trying to our best to understand how we can manage it. And, and all we can do is, is lend helping hands when we can and, and, and stand up for people who, who are marginalized. That's all we can do. And, and Eric, I mean, your your rage is completely justified. Don't don't feel like it's out of place. Yeah, don't get it just, twisted. That needed to be said. Just, mm-hmm. People are the most valuable thing ever. Mm-hmm. Every single person, and I think that 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 is critical for us to understand and remember and also understand that if you're not a marginalized, if you're not part of a marginalized group of people, you can't understand what they're going through and don't make all these snap judgments and 
all mm-hmm. lives matter and all that. Well, of course they do. But if that's your response to this argument, then you're missing the point. While it's mm-hmm. true that, of course, all lives matter, plainly a certain demographic of people, you even if you don't believe that they're being it, marginalized, understand that they think they do. That. All right? Mm-hmm. And... and Okay, seriously, I'm sorry. I'm just going to keep going down this thing, and I'm like five seconds away from s- just releasing a stream of expletives that will <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm just, will I'm just, like, take my argument and turn it to not good. So, well, well, from my perspective, Eric, I'm a former Christian who's now an agnostic. I don't feel like it's my place to tell people to be more Christian. So having someone like you, who's the predominant U.S., you know, and, and we're speaking to the U.S. citizens, obviously, when we talk about we realize we have people who listen internationally. You guys obviously are seeing what's going on. And also, like, it's nice to hear the positive thoughts from our friends from, you know, Europe and, and Australia, like mentioning, you know, hey, we're, we're, we're thinking of you guys because of what's going on, because they see this is just not normal. This is not the United States. This is not. But it has I mean. been. But that's it has been, you know that's what I mean? Thing. Like that's, that's it the absolutely thing. Like, has been absolutely far too been. long, but people's minds, they think it's this one way and it really isn't. And if you're in denial of that, get yourself educated about the situation before you just go saying it's all a lie. Cause there's mountains of data easily at your fingertips. That's totally legit. That will prove that, um, uh, institutionalized racism is a amazingly huge problem in this country. How long ago was the Emancipation Proclamation? What, 150 years ago? Mm-hmm. And here we are still. So mm-hmm. I, we, you, you, uh, the Civil Rights Movement was yeah. 60 years ago. Yeah, roughly. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 been going on ever since. So mm-hmm. I I grew up. You know, my the, the people in my my family were not what you would call quote unquote racist, but we had people step step people people come in married to the family whatever, and they would tell uh in their minds hilarious racist jokes about oh, black yeah. people you know and it's and i'm not talking like we're talking like seriously bad kk level jokes and you know i remember being shocked by it as a little kid but you when you're when you're a little kid you don't quite understand what all that means you don't really yeah. you don't you don't know how to you don't whatever. see color you don't yeah, see you, race no it's you, not even see. that it's not even that you don't you, it, it's comes to it comes it comes down to questioning adults which you're always yeah. taught not to do yeah yeah so so when you when you fill young children's minds with this this rhetoric you have in your mind about how you know, all lives matter or whatever, or be or people or deserve it or whatever is in your mind. You're teaching children to believe that way as well. And, or to, to, to even have to think about it at all in, in, I, it, it, it we, we've all, all people have, have white, white people, especially at all certain times have had to go through their dealing with their own battles of, some kind of, I don't know, racism or prejudice or something that's happened just from their childhood. Like, oh shit, that's really wrong. I said that and we had to deal with it and come up. And even in the, even in the late nineties and early two thousands where, 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 where white people all the time were busting out in bombs, you know, thinking they were cool. And, and it just, 
it's it's not none of it is and if we don't we we have to we, we can't keep treating people like they aren't just like us it, it's 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 got to stop I, I, it's unbelievable that we even have to have this conversation in 2020 <laughs> it uh, basically uh, man i'd say this um if you can watch the video of george floyd and say anything except what the hell that should have never happened we're probably not the show for you and this no. probably isn't the earth yeah. for you man that's yeah. that's no that's no good i don't i probably don't want you supporting me to be honest no you uh, can go ahead and unfollow me block me yeah. whatever you got to yeah. do Just uh, I, please, no, please don't talk to me my world will be better yeah it's uh it's not you it's know, not good this is this is one of those things where it's when i was growing up i grew up in a small predominantly white town and when i say predominantly i mean 99.99 percent mm-hmm. yeah. and you know they had this um history of of racism that there was a little as a matter of fact look it up it's kind of neat there's a little farming community in between the town i grew up in and the next town in indiana and this this town was called lyle station and it was a uh black farming community and that's where they went because neither one of the towns that were on either side of them would let them live there mm-hmm. essentially well you know these are the same groups of people who tell you that racism isn't a thing anymore and that that people need to get over it and less than like inside of this calendar year we had a young kid probably i don't know eight nine ten somewhere in there call my buddy Ryan that I work with at the church boy and say Ryan's black by the way he goes I'm not gonna listen to this black man tell me what to do blah 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 this little punk ass white kid you tell me where he learned that you know I'm sorry I'm I'm seriously done this time I'm sorry I'm sorry (laughs) I'm not gonna say anything else yeah we're gonna try to speak about something that doesn't matter right now it really doesn't. I think it's time we get everybody's minds off it for a few it, minutes, a few little while. For, I mean, it's not even that. We we want you to be fully focused and aware of what's going on right now. We definitely do. This is not the time to go into complete escapism and forget no. all your problems. It's not. It's it's not COVID nineteen where everything is. You're afraid to go anywhere, and you you just want to ha- watch something or listen to something just so you don't have to think about about getting sick every five minutes. This is something that you have to think about. You have to you have to be considerate and thoughtful and speak out when you can. This is it this is all of our problem. And we all have to take part in it. So Yeah. You know, we're Both. gonna we're gonna reset here and um when we come back we'll be we'll be back to normal. Bad motivators all four is really an R2 painted red, isn't it? Careful what you're saying about R4 because you can get bopped on the head real quick. So come and get it. We're not done yet. It's just one of those days. Okay, guys. So we're back, obviously, and uh, oh, a word on that. 
glorious audio clip you just heard. I'm not going to lie. It, we had to take a bit of a break before we started back recording again. And uh, if you're still with us, I appreciate your, uh, your sticking around. And um, anyway, so guys, Luke, why don't, you t- why don't you tell them about the audio we just listened to? <laughs> uh, John Boyega, who I have to say has been sticking his neck out pretty far to make sure he speaks out because all the injustices of the world right now, shared this video about a week ago. And I, I don't know if his social media team made it or, or, or he made it or whatever, but it made me laugh so hard. And it's George Lucas uh, during the prequels. Uh, one of his, I, I, don't, I don't know who the guy was, who was talking to him was, was questioning <laughs> it was the, the stunt coordinator. The stunt coordinator. What was it? Yeah, he said yeah. that. They said R four just R two painted blue. I mean, painted red, right? And just just the look on George's face, like careful, <laughs> get bopped in the head. Just all of the clips that they put together. George wearing Timberlands and everything else is, <laughs> and Limp Bizkit in the background. It's just. It's it's, it's 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 impossible not to smile after that, and after the very serious conversation we had, I thought it might be fun to bring it back in with that. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. That was good, man. I did. Yeah. I really, really did enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> so you know what, man? I, in times like this, I think let's let's a little bit of our normal shtick here, and uh, let's talk about. And I suspect this might be a complete upending of what's been going on lately but let's talk about oh yeah so i have to have to be honest i completely forgot about who got what (laughs) oh my goodness well so anybody get anything i did irony of saved us yep so um amanda went to target and she sent me a picture of what they had, and I said, oh, grab that uh, probe droid and grab that 40th anniversary Empire Strikes Black and Stri- Empire Strikes Back Black Series Han Solo. And yeah, man, so I got I got two things, and I hadn't gotten an action figure in a long time, minus the uh, uh, Disney uh, probe droid that i got so yeah and the thing is that han solo the card is perfect on it and i'm like do i open this i feel like i open it because you know i'll probably end up ordering the whole set at some point <laughs> just to have them uh you know in the box so but yeah it's there a we good go. looking figure it really is he does look solo. good yeah and i'm 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 glad to see that we all doubled up on the probe droids <laughs> Well, you know, you hate to let him go. I mean, you yeah. see the the new the new line of stuff coming and what the boxes look like and all that. It's ugh, I predict myself being broke. I I, I just the I think the probe droid is my favorite droid and uh I just yeah. When I saw that that that's why we had that whole back and forth. You guys peer pressured me into getting it, but it was oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I mean, here's the thing. For people who have listened to this show the last three years and some change, they know we love the droids. Yeah. And I know Luke loves the droids, too, so peer pressure was easy. I'm just saying. You are such a son of a bitch. That's what I say. No regrets, though, man. For 27 bucks, I almost like regret buying the Black Series one. 
No, I the reason why I I didn't even bother looking at it because I thought for sure it was 40, 45 bucks. That's why I didn't even consider looking at it. And then when it was Eric's like, well, they're giving it away at twenty four nine. I'm like, you asshole. <laughs> and uh, but uh, 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 real quick, it's not quite a who got what, but I, I, uh, uh, I don't know if Eric, if you saw it in chat, but I know Dallas did. I, uh, I got to jump in a in a frog infested uh, swamp pool this 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 weekend. He had frogs fucking in there. Oh god, Did he had that... a picture of two frogs fucking in yeah. the pool. He jumped in. <laughs> No, no, it wasn't just two. It was a whole bunch of them, and I, and I. Uh, anyways, long story short, I had to. I was, was trying to plug up orgy. the. I was trying to <laughs> to uh, plug up the main drain in the pool so I could change the valves on the pool. And if you don't do that, the water comes gushing out of it. And like, and but I was like, oh no, it's not, it's not plugged. And and Rachel looked at me. She's like, are you really going to jump in there? And I said, oh, I am. She's like, well, let me give you some earplugs. Make sure, make sure you got the mask with the. <laughs> with the with the nose thing everything oh, yeah, else dude. i was you, gonna say uh, how's jardia <laughs> dude and I, I gotta tell you uh the the irrational childhood fears was hitting me in the face when i was going down there because the water's so much cooler on the bottom especially because the sunlight couldn't penetrate to the bottom so i'm just like i'm down there but i'm like oh god I, I came right up. I was like, it's you terrifying. Thought Jason, I can't do you it. thought Jason Voorhees was going to get you, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I, I was like, I was like, man, yeah. Am I at Camp Crystal Lake or my pool? But the good news is, like, as I got the, as I had to get, and I, I've been bugging Eric for weeks about this pool pump, but I had to get a brand new one because, long story short, I shorted out the other one. <laughs> but uh, it was good because it was underpowered, anyways. But I'm now realizing that I am a a, a tadpole murderer because uh, once you turn once you turn that pump on. Sorry, tadpoles. It's, it's game over. But anyways, yeah, that's what I got was hope, hopefully no new bacterial infections from my pool. <laughs> yeah, I hope you covered up every orifice, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I um, clinched. I clinched hard. So check this out. I forgot to tell you guys just because, you know, of things. Amanda, she's been wanting a ceiling fan in our dining room forever. We had this crappy looking old chandelier. So I said, look, you're going to have to pick it out because there's 0% chance that I'm going to be able to get the one you want. It's just yep. the law of averages. So she, yep. here. she finally goes to get one. I'm like, all right, this is going to be an easy peasy project. Let's go put this in. I yanked this old chandelier down and uh, there's no outlet box in the ceiling that the light was mounted to. <laughs> Why? It was screwed right into the ceiling. No. And I thought, well, that's curious. That's no good. Obviously, what am I going to do now? And she's like, Oh my gosh, do I just go get another light? Because I don't want that chandelier back after I said, hang on, let me go look. So I jam a screwdriver up through there because there's just two thin like lamp cord style wires coming through the hole in the ceiling. (laughs) Oh no. I jam a screwdriver up there, like a long one, go upstairs, get into the, you know, like the actual crawl space part of the attic since I've got that, they call it a story and a half where the middle part's finished. Uh-huh. And I get in the, the access panel and I find it pretty quick. And I look and there <laughs> there are two basically here's what they did. They took the wiring. They like soldered a loop on it and just soldered the wires together and added some lamp cord and had no electrical tape on it and just oh, hoped no. that they would stay no. apart because they were covered in insulation. 
No. Yeah. Here, oh, let, let fire, me just fire fire hazard. Let me just send you guys a picture of this real quick in the Twitter chat because, dude, I was like, uh, what now? Well, well it, good thing your wife wanted something else because I'm sure you got. I mean, it was sucked. You had to fix it, but at least you found that found it. Yeah, yeah dude. Here it problem. comes. Here it comes in the Twitter chat. This is exactly oh. what I found up up there. Do you see it? Yeah, bro. Yeah, that's not good. That's oh what was God, under the man. insulation. So at least I know my insulation's never been wet because it would have burnt my house down. <laughs> right. Oh that's what it looked Lord, like. Dude. Yeah. And so obviously it doesn't look like that anymore. And the good news was I was able to get the fan up there because the entire ceiling is a deck of wood, which must nice. weigh a ton. <laughs> but like shiplap? Like, yes. <laughs> so I was able to just screw the thing right to the ceiling. So off I went, but anyhow, well, blah blah blah. Well, a home streak, home a streak has died, fellas. A streak has died. A long streak. Oh, uh, of oh, Dallas boy. getting who got nothing. Welcome it to the ended. club, my friend. My my reign of <laughs> never missing a week finally ended. I got bailed out several times by people, but uh, well, yeah, it's over. I, you know what I did get that it didn't really get? I got an email from Amazon telling me my Audible credit, my Audible pre-order of Charles Sill's new book is getting moved to next year. Fucking yeah. 2020. Yeah. I didn't, I couldn't remember how long of a delay that got. I'm glad you brought that up. The, it, um, isn't it all, isn't everything from It was in August. Public? I think it was an August release. Isn't everything in the higher, in the higher public getting pushed back to next year now? Well, yes. I, I knew it got moved back, but I just wasn't sure my, how by how much. But yeah, everything got shoved. Yeah. And so about uh, about five months because January is what they said in the email. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was looking forward to that Charles Sewell book too, man. Uh, I want to push back to uh, October. Mm, yeah, Actually, but it, it got but, moved up, didn't it? Yep, to August now. I think. Yeah, they oh, moved it that. up out of just guilt, that, I guess. right? Yeah. August or September. I can't remember which one of the two. I'll take but, either. But yeah, no. I mean, they got to give us something, you know, because there's going to be definitely some 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 drought uh, given everything that's happened and whatnot. So if they can do anything, I guess that's one thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I didn't get anything either except for, for what I talked about. But uh, there's always next week. Wink, wink. Oh, nudge, nudge. I have shipping notifications. I just thought they'd get here this week, but I didn't get saved. Well, I told these guys during the the break there in between while I, we calmed down that uh, I got I pre-ordered the the child plushes, you know, when they very yeah, first yeah. got announced from Walmart. The Mattel ones, right? Uh, yes. In December, early December or late November, I can't remember which, but literally they opened up for pre-sale. I bought them 20 seconds later. Yeah, I just too. got uh, another your order update been pushed back, blah, 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 because they're on back order from Walmart. And I was like, you rat bastards, because people have been buying them off the shelf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just canceled the order. And, you know, obviously my back. reason was people have been getting these off the shelf and my pre-order remains unfulfilled. And while I'm doing it, it says, this item is available for pickup now at your local Walmart. And I was like, yeah, you can kiss my butt. But yeah. Did, did either one of you dudes... Uh, pre-order any of the the new stuff that came out last week like the the the, the fully the full-on metal uh mandalorian and beskar armor six inch black series or 
Zeb or I, uh, fuck no. I pre-ordered. <laughs> you the, know the answer to that. <laughs> I pre-ordered the Mandalorian. I pre-ordered Zeb and I pre-ordered Ahsoka. When yeah. Zeb is nine dollars, mark my words, I'm blowing that motherfucker up. No, 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 no. You shut your mouth. Um, you got to have the whole Rebels crew, bro. Do I? Um, the yeah. new ones look good. I just, the, yeah, the faces, the boxes look, and everything yeah, they look good. updated. The boxes look good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd make my shelves look great. Our buddy Tim, he had some pretty good stuff to say about. Apparently, Hasbro's just embarrassed from seeing all the pictures of my office, and so they redesigned <laughs> the boxes. I said they need to ship me replacements immediately. Right. And, wouldn't it be cool if they did like iTunes when you buy a movie and then they upgrade the video quality? You just get yeah. an upgrade for free. Oh, that'd get be nice. New sweet ass box for free. That'd be. You're right, though, sweet. dude. The, the whole the the whole whole box thing is really cool, and the way they all the, the, the way that the uh, pictures flow together, and yeah. they did that with um, also with uh, uh, um, they did with all the new ones coming out with, but there was Akbar and one of the oh, um, I gotta get Ewoks. that Akbar. Um, they have the these were the cool green packaging. They go together, and then Mandalorian and the like. I I I love it whenever you know, like like we got a shit ton of these Black Series stormtroopers. Let's put them in another box and put the pictures to go together with Mandalorian. People want we need to sell some of these sons of bitches. Yeah, <laughs> dude. and uh, uh, dude, I can't believe I bought the carbonized fucking stormtrooper. They just painted a regular stormtrooper, and I bought it. Like I'm mad at myself for that one. <laughs> did you did you get the carbonized Vader? No, I decided. Right. Here's yeah. why I didn't because I have that Return of the Jedi one where he's getting electrocuted. That was yeah, hard to too. get, and I'm kind of like that's way cooler than that. Just they put some blue metal flake on Vader. It's weird. Like, did he go to the hot rod shop and they just fucking <laughs> painted him with some like, hey, let's put some pearl and I'm just hey, change colors and you know. It's Vader. I'm just, Don't do Vader. I'm, 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 I'm over. I, I I love Vader, but I'm just I'm I'm, I'm it's, it's time to to get something else besides Vader. And, hey, uh, okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna die on a hill right here. They have done so many of these repacks of all these different characters, and we still don't have a six-inch Jar Jar Binks. What <laughs> in the holy fuck? <laughs> or a Kiati Mundi, dude? I well, how do we that. not have that guy? I would love to have a six inch Jar Jar Black. Oh, series. me too, man. I, I gimme, gimme, gimme. Charge me thirty five bucks. I'll buy it at thirty five bucks, dude. Yeah. If they made a six inch uh, Kiati Mundi, he would be the size of Chewbacca. He would have <laughs> no, to be, be on awesome, one of right? Those extra tall ones. <laughs> Just He's imagine how top cockhead. heavy he would be. He'd fall over constantly. No, but he'd, he'd walk around with confidence, bro. <laughs> he'd walk around. What about with the something. droid attack on the Wookies, motherfuckers? <laughs> I, I I almost I almost pre-ordered the uh, the Ed Dooku, but I changed t- my mind the last second. I was like, man, I, I gotta be really really selective. He so. is on his way, but dude. I've got to stop buying stuff, but I just can't. I'm powerless. I'm powerless. Right. I've been off alcohol for over 13 years, but good lord, Black Series figures, and I'm like, oh, bring it to daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. I had to get the Zeb because I have all the the Rebel figures sticking out there together, and and like I, the new sculpts they did on Kanan, Ezra, not Ezra, but Kanan, um, Hera, yeah. and Ahsoka, and Sabine. They all look really, really good. But to be honest with you, I think the original sculpts look really good too. So it's yeah. not. 
it's it's not it's not it's not enough for me to rebuy them. I mean, I appreciate it, and I'm glad they're giving people a chance who missed them in the initial run because some of those were hard to get. Like the Ahsoka was kind of hard to get in the beginning. Oh yeah, the Sabine kind of went away. Hera Hera was here and gone. Kanan stuck around for a little while. Ezra Ezra was gone immediately. And Amazon was harder to get, and because he, he he came out when uh, he and Chopper came out at the same time as the same time as the Emperor in his throne seat, I believe, on his mm. throne by the same wave, and uh, all all those went out really quick. The English is not made very many of them. I can't um, remember if I ever even got one of those Ahsokas. I probably have one somewhere, which is just a pity that I'm stupid. But um, it's the new ones look so good. Yeah. Uh, she, the packaging isn't cool enough. I mean, it's really cool, but it's not enough for me to get the new one. Because I'm like with Luke. I, I'm happy with the Rebels I have. See, that's the thing. If if I were to buy those, I wouldn't want to take them out of the package because I'd want to have the pictures aligned on the outside. So, like, that's, you know, so it's whatever. But I'm as a guy who buys the packaging, it's odd that I don't want them. (laughs) I'm just glad that they have Zeb, and I hope I hope soon that they have Rex from Rebels, and I hope soon they have um, uh, Old Master Maul. As well, yeah. Mm, I'd buy yeah. the fuck out of that. Yeah. Now, I just before we head forward, I do want to say I got one other thing that we we'll, we will discuss later in the show. Um, mm. That uh, that yeah. So it'll be a thing with another thing. So just anyhow, um, let's talk real quick about episode five of Disney Gallery, the Star Wars, the Mandalorian. God, that's the worst <sighs> name, man. Uh, it's like I I mentally hear m- myself putting the colons in. Just, I can fix it for them. The making of the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. Done. Like, how, how was that not the decision? Like, there's no need to put it into an entire series that they want to do, which is obviously why they're doing it. We know for a fact that it's owned by Disney. We know another fact that it's on Disney Plus. Uh, you could just say have them all be the making of. You already have all the the awesome books, like the art of this, the art of that. You should have just done that. That just, eh. anyways, I'm sorry. Uh, that it just, it's just a, 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 it's just a mouthful. It's a, some bad marketing technique. Disney's galleries, Mandalorian, whatever it is, blah, blah, blah. I mean, the I, only I thing I can think, like you said, they're doing galleries of other shows, so they want to keep it. Yeah, but what are they going to do? Come out with a, <laughs> they're going to have a, a, a gallery series, like, just have a making of series. It's simple, done. True. Yeah, it does seem True. weird. Um, you know, maybe someday we'll all understand and everything will be fine. But so this particular episode Never. is called um, "Practical," right? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Practical. And it's all about the practical effects that they used on this show. And I got to tell you, it did not disappoint. They talked quite a bit about. The child, and interestingly enough, we find out that they referred to him as the baby on yeah. on set. They referred to him as the baby, which I think is cool because I don't know if you know this, but he's a baby. So number one, yeah. you've got that going. Um, the I think that's funny. Social Security. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's funny because everybody who worked on the show called him the baby, but the marketing is the child, and people are like I'm not calling him the child; he's the baby. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I love that in the treatment they show it. It's a baby. 
the same species as Yoda. That's what that's what it says in the thing. <laughs> and he's yeah, looking, yeah. And he's looking up at you. <laughs> yeah. It uh it I loved seeing the puppetry. And I gotta tell you, man, there is that sort of thing is like so magical to me. I I almost like got got teary-eyed when he was they were showing the scene where they were having him stop the fire. Yeah. And you know, in the episode eight. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. as they refer to him, they call him the chapter names. So when I was making five, when I was making, mm-hmm. yeah, and and also, well, sorry, I'm totally like bouncing all over the place. They had, uh, they mentioned the nine episodes because, you know, this is as they're in the beginnings of production and they're talking. And they're talking about how, well, when we get to the ninth episode, such and such. So this was obviously before they made that change. Hmm. The ninth episode. Yep. But wait, wait, explain. Can you explain that? Because I, I, it, it skipped my brain. Oh no, no. So you know how originally, whenever they first announced the show, it was going to be X number of episodes, and then it got changed to where no, now it's only going to be this number of episodes. Oh, okay. But as they were talking, just casually, it, you know, this is all behind the scenes footage of them working on it early on. They just mentioned the fact that yeah, when we get to episode nine, something, 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 realizing mm-hmm. that. Oh yeah, that was before they went ahead and had trimmed that back and said it was only going to be eight. Mm-hmm. So obviously that did happen just organically as they were coming up with it. They realized, oh dang, we're getting to the end of the story arc sooner than we thought, and we don't want to intentionally drag it out just to have the extra episode. This is how we feel like it should go. So it was a cool move on them, man. Yeah, I I I really enjoyed it. Um, Unfortunately, the first time I watched it, it was really late at night and I had a long day, and I fell asleep about with the last the last five minutes. And um, so I re- rewatched it again today, and it, it's you know we always talk about how we enjoy seeing the creative process of things, and and, it, and we were talking about earlier that the fact that they still have John Knoll there is so awesome because that that dude could be doing whatever he wants and that they have they have to be paying him a lot of money (laughs) um but john favreau was speaking about uh building limitations for things and then working within them and once again i don't want to compare myself to anything i do to anything that they do but even on a small scale building limitations is is when you are able to unleash your greatest uh, creativity most of the time because you 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 realize the restrictions and then make it happen and that's and that's really cool that they they spoke on that and they even went as far as Favreau talking about when they were first filming filming Iron Man how they were doing that with 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 the with the fighter jets and how George Lucas did that with. Uh, using the old footage of the fighter jets and and uh, or or the, with the dog fights when they did with the trench run and stuff like that mm-hmm. with the a new hope and it's it's really interesting to see how that all plays out on the big scale because it, it, it people I remember when I, when I was first going to design school like they would be people like oh I want to be able to do whatever I want I just just give me all the just blank blanks blank slate go ahead and do it. You, you would sit there 
if you didn't look for inspiration or something, just like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm so crazy. I could do this. You would end up staring at a blank page for like two days before you finally start. <gasps> you know what I mean? Oh yeah, just, dude. Mm-hmm. It's I'll t- just, I'll, for me personally, from like a musician standpoint, when it mm-hmm. comes time to write and record, one of the best things that somebody can give me is a deadline. Mm-hmm. Because yes, dude, you, like all these stupid corporate sayings you hear nowadays, like don't let great be the enemy of good mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. There's a huge element of truth to that. Cause if in my head, I've got all the time in the world, mm-hmm. I'm never going to push myself as hard as I will knowing that I have to have it done tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And it's not just with art, but just anything, man. And it's, yeah. I, I And I really feel that that kind of pressure really does breed the best creativity just because you have no choice. It's like you do this or you fail like this. That's and and our it's, it, it triggers, it, it triggers your, your, your fight or flight response, everything else. You're just like, all right, all right, what's this do? Let's do it. Like that panic could just get your brain just some moving and clicking. And, you know, sometimes it make it results in failure, but other times it results in some of the best things you have. I mean, Look at the original Star Wars. Look what happened from that. That's a that's a that's a whole series of you got this long to get this done with this amount of money. If you don't get it done, you're fucked, and then your whole <laughs> whole project is scrapped. Yeah. And if you don't, you're done, son. Yeah. And so you know I, that's why I just I just enjoy hearing Favreau discuss those things because they are they are they're. They may not mean a lot to a lot of people, but if anybody's ever had to deal with a with a deadline or something like that, or or creating something within limitations, it it means a whole lot. And I, I don't know something that it really stuck out to me in the episode, despite and you know that and all of all the of course all the Werner Herzog stuff where he's you know talking about how great the baby is and stuff like that. Of course, that's great, and I really enjoyed all the all the all the Queel stuff. I thought that was really cool too. Yeah. And 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 the lady and that was actually inside of the of the body and so with the, with the thing on her head and everything like that how it was always moving around and stuff and how she was able to get all of the emotion out of it but without being able to see or really hear anything like that's a that's a skill right there to be able to perform like that and it's very well done. Well, you Dallas, you have any thoughts on it? I haven't had a chance to see it yet. Oh, that's sorry, I forgot about that. No, yeah. it's no big deal, man. I I got five minutes in and. You know, I just kind of got sucked into other things that I shouldn't have. I should have just watched this. <laughs> oh, it's okay. And then today was super busy. I planned on watching it today, but thank God today was super busy. Work was actually good. So, well, but from good. the little bit I did see, um, it's definitely right up my alley. I'm excited to see the uh, the child stuff because, yeah. as you guys know, um, Dave Strutt and I at Celebration at Chicago last year like lost our fucking minds when we saw the Viota puppet come out in person, yeah. and he ran that stuff and like. You know, his his love of like the behind the scenes, like practical stuff, right, has really rubbed off on me over the last couple of years of knowing him. So I, I'm yeah. definitely going to savor this. I probably watch it three or four times. It's crazy. They're only like 20 minutes and they blow by so fast. This is the longest one. It was like 31 oh, minutes. 31, oh, man. really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was cool, man. Um, yeah. I think that uh, the most interesting part to me was watching the puppetry being done. I've mm. always thought that was really cool. And to see the guys in action and see them at work. And 
just watching the movements the puppeteers make to translate into real movement of it's just something to see man and because you know i grew up with sesame street being a huge deal and all that and which i'm you know i'm sure tons of us have that are that are into this and it just it it really speaks volumes to me yeah i've always wondered about you know they didn't they didn't like Thank God, honestly, they didn't like peel back the face of Baby Yoda and kind of see what all this stuff's going on inside. You know, be kind of kind of traumatizing. But whenever you see things like that, it always makes you wonder just all the intricacy that goes into making those subtle movements with puppets and all the rods and needles and everything else going in there. And 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 now all the complex circuitry and stuff. You know, there's where there's four different people controlling his face. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's wild. And, uh, I don't know. I thought it was really cool to see that. I, I was really, really guy. I'm the baby other stuff was fantastic, but, but the cool stuff was blew me away quite a bit too. Um, but yeah, overall really cool. And it was, it was nice to see the, the, how, how everybody, how, how everybody was just taken, taken by baby Yoda and how they all treated him like he was real on the set and interact with him like he was an actual baby which i gotta admit it'd be hard not to do if oh yeah agree you know (laughs) and and i actually i think only gina carano was the only person i i heard under the whole episode that referred to it as a puppet instead of the baby (laughs) it's like it's like we were gonna i'm like cold woman how dare you (laughs) well you know even seeing uh Toro Calican Steel's favorite person, seeing him like snuggling on the baby. It's like maybe I don't hate this guy as much as I thought. But, but I probably you, do. But then you but then you realize that that well will never dry. <laughs> the hate will always be there. Now to, to, to I don't want us to fall back into what we were talking about when the show started. I'm in a much better frame of mind right now but there was an interesting thing john favreau said when he was talking about salacious crumb and how they the same guy who made salacious crumb for return of the jedi man i wish that guy would shove that motorcycle up his ass i'm really getting tired of this <laughs> dude, dude appara- it's like it's like what 10 40 at night what the yeah. fuck is he doing driving his motorcycle at it, night when everybody's sleeping it's two houses down he'll go out there and he'll start it up super loud it'll like take your breath away because it's so loud it startles you and henry will get upset and wake up and it's like motherfucker and he's got to just boom, boom, boom. you ever seen that episode of South Park i was just gonna Harleys? say i was just yeah. gonna say that's one of my favorite episodes of that but uh but anyhow anyhow he's talking about salacious crumb and he's talking about how he went from being in java's palace to then this and he says this line and it i made note of it and i had to go back and find it and uh, he and he's talking about the the politics, the in universe politics of Return of the Jedi. But he says, but it does speak to the way the whole hierarchy gets upended in times of chaos. <laughs> and I thought, man, that reminds me of something that hits home right now. I just, it's very interesting little. Uh, little blurb man that it was that, good that something in our favorite movies you know the the guys we cheer for in these movies are the people that in the every other movie we watch would be the bad guys 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just that's that's food for thought. But anyhow, uh, it was good. It was good, and it, it's it's weird how it all timed out. Um, uh, but I, I I like hearing you know we 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 complained early on because Favreau was talking a little too much. But like in the when or I, I shouldn't say not talking too much, talking over people. But but this episode and the previous episode are really good episodes for John to really like flex his muscles because he's really. He's 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 like George Lucas in that way, where he's really into pushing the envelope and and getting new things out there and trying new things and always being inquisitive about what technology can do while mixing it with the old. And it's been really nice hearing him kind of wax poetic about it in the last couple episodes and and also speak just like little quips like that, that even, even if all the stuff wasn't going on, it would still stand out. Like, you know what, John, John Fradville, you're right. That's hilarious. And, uh, that's really well put. And, and, uh, he's just, he's just, he's, he's, he's a really smart guy. You can really tell. It's something that, that blows me away. And like, I know you guys will feel where I'm coming from with this is that I've never worked on a project that essentially had just a bottomless pit of a budget. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, one of the things they talked about was, um, oh, how did he put it? Well, you know, this had already been budgeted and paid for like this. Mm-hmm. But then they're yeah. like, you know what? Let's just try this. And I've never been involved in anything where it was like, look, this is the money we have to do this. And if this doesn't work out, then we're just stuck and we're going to have to live mm-hmm. with what we got. I couldn't imagine being able to say, you know what, I'm going to try this also, just just to see, just for the heck of it, just yeah. to, to you know, because like they were talking to the one guy, and of course, here I am calling him the one guy and the other guy I should know, but it, they were talking about the painstaking way they went through like A New Hope in some empire in Return of the Jedi, where they would take ships of the, you know, they were all done practical effects with models and, and track cameras and all that, and put CGI renderings right next to them and painstakingly duplicate it to where it, until they looked as much the same as possible. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. That's dedication. But, oh, but just to have I, I the time that. and the money to do that, it's like, what? Yeah. Number one, I want that, I want that six foot, uh, um, William Falcon, the one they were taking all the shots with. Uh, and two, I really liked um, the, what, what you were, what, what, what you were talking about, Eric. You were talking about about the about the the doing stuff regardless of budget. One was the was that we were talking about walk talking about and, and like and like John Knoll created the apparatus in his in his garage, and then the um, the other one was they brought back and they brought back some stop motion animation um, because Dallas remember. Trying to think, they, they they did a lot of a lot of you know stop motion in the original movies, obviously. Yeah. But but you know you remember in the first episode, I think it was the first yeah the first episode of Mandalorian, maybe it was the second one, where he's where, where he's looking through the scope for the first time when he's on the planet when he was on he was on Quill's planet. Yeah. And he's looking at the the two blurgs or whatever. Yeah. It, those are stop motion. Huh. 
Yeah, they they actually had people make these models and everything else, and and like Dave Lynn was like, I can't believe we're even going back to this old thing when we have all this other stuff. He's like, John Bravo looks at me and goes, Well, we got to try it. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Well, as soon as I hear the term stop motion, though, I always think of Requiem for a Tuesday. <laughs> stand in the place where that can't That's possibly it. be it. <laughs> That's it. I worked on this for two days. <laughs> Does it, would a would a would a depressed person make this? I don't think so. <laughs> I love it, dude. I love it when he makes the the uh, see when they. It's like the wrap up episodes, and they're yeah. showing how he made the that the cones of Dunshire thing is going to be kind of an embarrassment. Are you kidding me? The, the whatever game magazine was it called it punishingly intricate. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. You, you, I, I find myself every once in a while singing, fly into the cow zone zone. <laughs> cow zones are stupid, okay? Dude, I'm, we're watching for the millionth time. Mouth. Those are delicious. Cow zones betrayed me? Rewatching the... Uh, um, rewatching the uh, uh, season where, right, it's the Chris and Anne... Chris just moved away where he broke up with Anne and didn't tell her. Yeah. Or she didn't realize it. And oh, Indianapolis? Yeah. That episode? And, yeah. and Ben is starting to, like, he's going out with the gang and and becoming yeah. friends with them and stuff. It's like, man, and Andy and April are just falling in love. It's, oh, the cool thing about that show is that everything worked out. Yeah. That's, you know what? That's okay. That's good. That's escapism. Yeah. But anyhow. I'm looking forward to checking out Space Force. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, 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 I'm gonna watch an episode of it tomorrow. Yeah, I need to watch that with Amanda. She's been after me to see it. Yeah, yeah. London, London wants to watch it with me because he's such a big fan of Parks and Rec and Office. Even though it's not the same style, but it's the same writers. Yeah, it's, or it's some it, of it, the writers. It's got, it's got to be funny. Oh yeah, I, I've heard good things so far from people. It's who got, have it's checked got out the first. It's one. got Ben, Ben, Ben Schwartz in it. You know, because he's flush with cash. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I I watched the episode where, where he goes. I got run over by Alexis. <laughs> I know a guy. He can hit you. Very gentle. <laughs> what, what is it? What is it? What does he say? Uh, low low aches and pains, high dollars and cents, or something like that. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> High high dollars and sandwiches. Anyways, 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 we could we could we could literally do a Parks and Rec show. It, it just <laughs> oh, dude, oh my gosh. Okay, so you know what? We'll we'll stop talking about Parks and Rec because I'll just go on and on about it. It is such a great show. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to buy the seasons digitally or something because I can't. I am not subscribing to the Peacock. No, not doing it. Well, yeah, I'm sure you could. Yeah, or, or you could just buy them digitally on Voodoo or something if you got to. Yeah, that's what I'm figuring I'll do. Yeah. But anyhow, yeah. anyhow. Uh, so, yeah, I guess, really, what else is there going on in the world of Star Wars? Not a damn thing. Well, I, you know what that leads to, then? Uh-oh. That leads to watching some Rebels, if everybody's up for it. I'm game. Totally. All right. Well, you know what, guys? We're going to set this up. Bad motivators. 
All right, guys, so here's what's going to happen. We've talked about this same exact procedure a million times for other episodes of things, and it's going to be the same this time. We are watching Season 1, Episode 3, Droids in Distress. Oh, of Star Wars Rebels, I should mention, on Disney+. Plus. I'm going to count us in, and we're going to go on go. So go ahead and hit play, drag it back, and then one, two, three... A go. The ghost. The go. I like I how they don't fuck around and they just start. Yeah. They're like 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 each episode is is the beginning of a new hope. <laughs> Dude, this music's so good. It's the trench run music. He said yeah. The. Yeah, he said he said fuck you, you green purple bastard yeah. is what he said. Yeah. It's somebody fuck needs your backwards ass legs. Somewhere, somebody needs to have like the transcript of what it is Chopper says, kind of like they did with Kenny from South Park. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> because a lot of times, you if you really want to understand him, you can understand him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, well, I mean, especially if he's saying what or something like that, you definitely, you know. But. We don't even know what kind of weapons we're talking The, uh. If it puts food on the table and frees up some time... Oh, Ezra, shut up. You're suddenly... <laughs> Look at yeah. you go. The, uh, the, the, the ship animations in this are always so good. And, like, if you look at, like, that shot right there of them yeah, yeah. coming in for yeah. a landing, it's so good. But, like, all the small detail stuff in this show is has always been really good. You know, here they are on the ship. They're... Going through the oh, there's a uh, what's her name Tua. What's mm-hmm. her? Uh, it's it's agent. Know. No, what is she? <laughs> she no, she's like the mayor, governor, or or magistrate, minister, Obafal. minister Mr. Tua. Oh man, yeah, three PO and R two in Rebels. Now they need to make a figure of her. You know what I think helps a lot with with the details in Rebels is is just the the right level of grunge they put on oh, everything. Yeah, they got the uh, Star Tours droid here, and in the back there was a Macquarie three PO. Yep. I was like, oh damn, I've seen that Macquarie three PO before. Oh, oh welcome to Star Tours. Who's the Rebel spy? <laughs> Get him, Chopper. <laughs> What's funny is you always wonder if Chopper, that was just really what they did. They didn't even bother telling him the plan. <laughs> There's like, hey, Chopper, let's go for a ride. And he's just being a complete dick. I'm going to shock your yeah. ass. Isn't there some rule against droids in the passenger area? They're like, Chopper, be- Chopper, be a be a complete dick. Got it. <laughs> Done. Oh, you know what? We just watched this with the kids not too long ago. And Henry says, well, that droid in front's driving. Why can't, why doesn't he have to go to the back? I was like, touche. <laughs> Look at you go. Uh, you, guys logic Sabine, wins. you guys notice that Sabine has Karen hair in this episode? She's, she's rocking that style forever. It's not, no, 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 don't, don't, don't put her in that category, sir. You just calm down. 
I love her. I'm just saying it looks a little. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. A little on that no. side. Mm-mm. Nope. She's a Karen top. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. No, that you're was welcome. good. That was good. That was good. That was good. She's way into Vans, that checkerboard style that they have on those shoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. You're a level five academy. Yeah. I always like how Zeb kind of looks like he was he was once all purple, but then someone gave him an atomic swirly, and then it kind of just kind of spun around on his head. <laughs> Oh, Silver Leg 3PO. That, that was a freaking, like, straight up nut shot R2 gave. C3 oh, dude. Chopper's fucking fighting R2. Yep. Somebody should have cut Chopper off the bar. Oh, yeah, dude. They're doing that whole, like, belly jam they're, together. They're, 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 they're sumo wrestling, droid right. style. Yep. Dude, those guys' mouths are weird. Yeah, there's a lot of weird mouths in Star Wars. Like, like his hand. Like the muff tack. The muff tack's oh, got yeah. Look at the layout of that man. city. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, dude, that background's dope. The color palette's really nice, too. Like, like, even when you see it from space, and it's just nothing but lines, spider webbing mm-hmm. out. Yeah, they did a really good job with with the planet construction in the series, the show. Oh, I will, Minister. It's been such an honor. Thank you. I wonder with Minister Tua, did they ever show her Sans hat? No. Because is that hat, is her hair hat. like completely filling that thing up? Yes, <laughs> is she yeah, Marge dude. Simpson? That you mean? Yeah. Oh, dude. She she got like some fruit and some stuff. You know, like you'd have at Thanksgiving and a corp- cornucopia. What was Marge Simpson's maiden name? Bouvier. Bouvier. So it was like she had the missing Bouvier sister. I thought you were going to Jedi stuff. So far, on the. I don't know. Something about Minister Tua it strikes me as being cute. <laughs> Eric has really got this crush on this cartoon character. I, I, I was trying to figure it out when he said it earlier. I'm like, her neck doesn't show her neck. So what's the appeal? It's I something. Know. It's something about the color palette of her of her clothes. I don't know. It's sure. just cute. Blonde hair, kind of that snow bunny look. You know. Oh, I see. So I, I see. We know so your you're, type, you're, Eric. You're, you're you're reminiscing back to when you stole your dad's Playboys back in the day. I got you. <laughs> My dad didn't have Playboys. Oh, he was a hustler, man. I think he stole mine. <laughs> Penthouse. <laughs> he was not into that, man. He just trust me. I ransacked every drawer and hoping to find one and never could. Wow. But, yeah, I didn't ransack my mom's doors. I was afraid. I didn't want to find out anything. Oh yeah. Well, you don't want to find her lightsaber. Did mm-hmm. I ever tell you guys the story about subscribing to Playboy when I was like thirteen? <laughs> no, no shit. <laughs> I'll tell, no. rem, remind me to tell that story on another episode. It's pretty great. Uh, all right, I want to hear that one. We're gonna forget about it. They're never, never, never gonna be told. You gotta laugh at Ezra. He's like, I didn't know I joined the rebellion to do thieving. I could just stay at home and do. <laughs> yes. But now, but now you're thieving for good. Yeah. <laughs> you're Robin Hooding, bro. You're thieving for justice. Now we're robbing from the rich and giving to somebody else who's rich, but in a slightly <laughs> lesser degree. Yeah. <laughs> Feels like the election. <laughs> Call it the severance package. Whoa, they're human heads. What's in the box? 
Get him aboard before company comes. There is nothing. Poor Zeb, he looks so sad. Yeah. The, yes, she said this. Zeb, Zeb's race, and 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 the Wookies, man, they just. They had it rough. Did Zeb's race have it that rough compared to the Wookies? Yeah, they got annihilated. Yeah, there's none of them left. Did they get he annihilated? Thinks, he thinks he's the only one. Yeah. They got annihilated to the point that they had to go all the way through the unknown regions to get to somewhere else just to survive. I'd say it was pretty bad. Dude, I right. love the music right. in that scene, by the way. I can't wait till we get to that moment when when when, when Zeb takes his people back to a, a safe place. Yeah. That, that, that scene's epic, and so is the music in it. Apologize. Wait. Is, this, is the same guy who did the Clone Wars music did Rebels music? Uh, that is a I fantastic no question to which I yeah. do not have the answer. I don't no think idea. so, though. It doesn't feel the same, but you never know. They it, they do a good job of reusing the cinema music, movie music. Yeah. And repurposing. Getting closer. Yeah. It says it's Kevin Kiner. Is so, it? yeah. Huh. This was many times where Zeb is like slowly gets close to stormtroopers. <laughs> what could I be doing wrong? I'm a big giant purple monster. Nothing's wrong with me. On second thought. I should reach out to Kevin Kiner and see if I can get in his people and see if I can get an interview with him. Yes, please. Well, he's been doing with other people. Why not? Why not? Why not you, Eric? Because you know he's a guitar player. Yeah. Who is also a composer, which is I think is really neat. Oh yeah, dude! I would love to hear that. That'd be so good. Watching, that's metal. Watching Zeb waste these fools is pretty neat. Yeah, dude. I I I always love a good a good Zeb rage moment. Brigands. You know he he's got done seeing the weapons that devastated his people, so he's, he's getting the, getting the immediate release. That's gotta be nice. Three PO being three PO. Just walking through laser beams. Don't worry about me. Never gonna get hit. Never gonna get hit. Yeah, I I Be complaining. I, there was a long while there where I, I thought like maybe he just had reflective stuff on his on his suit. But I'm like, oh yeah, but then there was Empire where he got blown up completely. So never mind. <laughs> yeah. The scale on the ghost looks way bigger in that shot than it does in the other shots. It's because it's an enclosed space. Yeah, it's kind of neat how they, mm-hmm. you know, keep like a perspective to the models, you know, depending on how close the camera view is. Three now, now, we often, people often complain about how sometimes you make the universe small by doing stuff like this. Do you do you feel that way with, with, with 3PO and R2 being on the ghost? A little. Um, the only reason I say that is because, you know, we find out, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but we're, I'm going to talk about the end of the episode. But you find out that R2 has actually been on a, on a mission this whole time from uh, Jimmy Smith's. And mm-hmm. it's, 
maybe we get he's starting out the beginning of the rebellion as are these guys and they don't know each other yet so that's pretty fortuitous yeah yeah but at the same time you know it's a kids show and like that i guess it i guess it makes sense because they 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 could be spying on your girlfriend the same time so it could be you know Zeb's feet are gross, by the way. They both they both had uh, the same intel, similar intel. That could be, yeah. Even though we all know who was really starting rebellion in the first place was <clears throat> Infus Nest. But anyways, <laughs> here's the man with the best mutton chops in the empire. But I guess Bale was way back during the prequels. I guess technically with Padme. I guess there's mm. kind of re- rebellion there. A few. Only a few. Those mutton chops are so strange. They look like he's got like tusk on his face. Right. Yeah. Do that. It's my cabin too. Dude, remember when we, after uh, Rogue One came out, when he said some of the, the people were trying to speculate a handful of people. Then when he said. Uh, when Mon Mothma said to uh, Jimmy Smits that your friend, the Jedi, and I know somebody I trust her with my life. Oh, oh, he's talking about Ahsoka. Nah, dog, you've seen uh, the New Hope, right? <laughs> right? Like, there's there's that whole big movie there. Yeah. Started like, it all. Like, we all love Ahsoka, but come on. Good <laughs> man. I think it's so, more of like when people say that stuff, it's like out of hope that it will be true. Right. And then and then the majority of people who watch would be like, what? <laughs> so who is this? Here's one thing that's been driving me crazy as I'm rewatching Rebels is Hera's goggles, right? <laughs> they obviously pivot about the things that are on the sides of her her headgear, whatever uh-huh. that is, right? Discuss this later. They, they they won't land on her eyes unless they also swivel at the ends of the stalks that they're on. Uh, that's that, that that's a quandary, but I also want to know how does she hear? What? Same with right. the, same with Ahsoka. You ever look at Ahsoka? I don't see any ear holes anywhere. Sorry, we need to, we know it's not the break break brains there. But no, that <laughs> did kind of wreck me. Well, how does Ezra here? You can't see ears on him. Yeah, but he's got hair. Does not... he? <laughs> well, he cuts it. Remember? Maybe he grows ears in between now and then. Good chance. Good chance. How do those guys see? They don't. <laughs> they just guess. Freaking 3PO. I do like that Anthony Daniels did the voice for all this. I'm pretty sure Anthony Daniels won't let anybody do anything that isn't 3PO except for him. (laughs) Well, when when, when C-3PO was on Lego Masters, Mm -hmm. I was really bummed out that it wasn't Anthony Daniels' voice. Oh, it wasn't? No. Not even close, man. Oh, for the episode? Yeah. I only saw the first, like, two minutes. I haven't had a chance to go. I just, I'm so bad about that stuff. It was not great either. Is it on Hulu? Is that where you're watching it, Eric? Yes, sir. It was a great show. I really enjoyed the show. I got... Oh, shit. Chicken walkers. 
I have like three streaming services and I never get anywhere close to watching nearly in enough to validate having a three streaming services. <laughs> oh, dude, I hear you, man. Same. So adding Hulu just be like, eh, I don't know. My friends, I hope you live to bugger another day. Even though I think my wife would like it because she likes a lot of those shows, but but then you gotta go back to commercial life. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. You can pay extra for no commercials, except for yeah. the shows that still have commercials, which is just dumb, what I just said, but that's literally how it works. The worst thing about streaming commercials is that they're always the exact same three commercials. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. I just rewatched Battlestar Galactica. I didn't even know Microsoft Teams existed, but I'll never use it because I was so fucking sick of that commercial. <laughs> yeah, dude. That does happen, doesn't it? Whew. So rough. Oh, here. that's a nice that's a nice remix of the Imperial March. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the well rhythm done, of it. Sir. It's like a syncopated ver- rhythm to it. Oh, oh gosh, that's hey. like the that's like the Thing Black went. Series ATSTs, <laughs> right? I was also gonna say it went down like that. Here, racist take a blast that got punched out today. Live, Kanan. <laughs> <laughs> that Walker got starched like Karen when she that's got cool tased. That's cool right there. That's cool. The hair run away from the shot. Shot. But I like how how how, how uh, Zev is immediately okay with using those weapons after he's like, nobody can use these ever again. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's against those walkers, and then fire away, boys, fire away. <laughs> well, is that what he's using? Or is that his own weapon? God. No, then they. No, he. They no, suck he, at shooting. He, he's not. He's not using it now, but he was using it on the on the walker. He pulled it out of the crate. Oh, I got you. Man, this is when I'm like, man, maybe Callus really is the worst person ever. Yeah. I annihilated your whole race, and you're the only one that's left. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Only the honor guard of the sun may carry a bow rifle. I know. <laughs> I removed it from a <laughs> He had, like, the crazy eyes just Yeah, then. he went yeah, Sid man. from Toy Story right there. Oh, he went full Sid from Toy Story. Disruptors. His eyes even went googly like it. Yeah, he's I getting real sinister. Understand that helmet whatsoever. Like, why doesn't he have a battle helmet from like like General Beers has? See, or you're right. Later, you're right. But later on, we get more interaction with Callus and Zeb, and this oh, whole yeah, man. this whole conversation right here, where he's talking about how he gave the order to use those weapons to destroy his people. And then the relationship they build later is like, I guess you can say the ultimate form of forgiveness, but it's still like weird. Oh yeah, yeah. dude, they got married and moved to Zeb's new home world. Yeah, that's what everybody says. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh oh, Sabine's come up with some good shit. Well, yeah, it's got it's, it's, it involves blowing up people and death. That's why that's yeah. her specialty. She's good at that shit. Established this. Fashion. Oh, good force yep. push. Good job, good. Ezra. Un- always does the job. Yeah. Good old untrained force pushes. 
So I was playing Battlefront 2 today, and that's what kept happening to me in Heroes versus Villains, and it's crap. <laughs> Throwing you 150 feet. Come on, big guy, we gotta get out of here. I'm sorry, 50 meters. <laughs> Jeez, Eric. Parsecs, Eric. <laughs> Topper, get us out of here. Make sure you yeah, angle the it. exhaust so it burns that guy's face off. Right? Also, Chopper is a better pilot than most droids in Star Wars. Okay? I think I think R2-D2 would fight you for that one. Said most droids. Alright, alright. All right. Appreciate the save. I, I, would, I would think droids would be I think, yeah, I would think yeah, I would think they would all be perfect pilots. Yeah, you would think, but like at times in it, you know, some of them fuck up. Really? Have you seen failed failed pilots and droid pilots in Star Wars? I don't, I don't know if it's I've true. Seen makes you, makes you wonder why they don't just use them all the time. Well, I mean, Obi Wan did say flying is for droids. That is true. So many of those hotheads like Hera and the Skywalkers are like, no, 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 I can do it. What's the name of that droid that flew the Razor Crest in the prison ship episode? That droid was baller at flying, oh. man. Oh, was it triple? No, 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 it wasn't. It, was, it wasn't triple zero. That, that's, that's, that's evil 3PO. Uh, yeah, it was something zero. Yeah. Maybe it was zero. He was oh, there just he zero. Is. Space, space Jimmy Smith. Yep, there yeah, he man. is. The guy that took over for President Bartlett in West Wing. Of course I didn't, Senator Rogana. This isn't him speaking the voice right now, but he does it nah. later, right? I feel like he does it later. I think he does, too. You recorded everything, old friend? It's not a terrible imitation, though. No. No, but, it, but it's, 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 it's definitely not him, right? I don't think it is. Let's see. I, I love that up. shot. I love that shot, how it's like Leia giving... Mm -hmm. R2 the, the plans to the Death Star. It's like an homage to that. I love that shit. Go through. Oh, I know. Uh, they blast through. Uh, ah! Went small. It was. It did go by too fast. But anyhow, there we go, man. There we go. Yeah. What'd you think of it? It's a good episode. Yeah, it's I, fun. I enjoyed it. It's fun. You know, it's got the standard Rebels goofiness for kids, but not overboard. Yeah. And... Um, it's funny because like you watch that and the detail on the characters is really good but you look at the backgrounds and they look like they're drawn in crayon this early in the series <laughs> yeah um, there I is like a little it. bit of that it, it gets better definitely next season like I think that kind of style went away like somebody went hey guys uh, looks like you bought a uh, gas station <laughs> paint by numbers kit and painted this background yeah can't we do it a little better than this Exactly. Yeah, I did not realize that was Kevin Kiner. Um, That's dope. He's doing a great job. Uh, yeah, that was Phil Lamar. Oh, really? From yeah. um, uh, Mad TV? The comedian from Mad TV, like the skinny dude? Yeah, he does a lot of voice acting I I saw recently. He, he's got a uh -huh. lot of char characters to his name. He did like the UPS guy. Remember that skit? Yeah, so funny. Yeah, he does yeah. the he does the uh, the uh, the uh, screaming weatherman and Family Guy. Oh, that's right. He also voices Samurai Jack. That's right. I forgot he did. It's go rain. Good, 
That's a good. <laughs> that's a good cartoon. And he voiced uh, Kit Fisto and uh, the Jamaican dude in Futurama. I can't remember his name. Oh yeah, um, Hermes. Hermes, yeah, yeah. No, I liked it. I thought it was. I thought, I thought that's fun. It's uh It's uh, uh, this one felt so far most the most connected to uh the ot you know i'm sure a lot of that's because of our uh, c3po and r2 but i don't know something something about it and 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 the music choices really really connected it for me as far as you know original trilogy connectivity but uh i liked it i you're right though zeb zeb did act like he opened a, a, a bucket full of heads when he saw open that thing so yeah and I maybe mean, he did feel like he did you get it it's it's pretty crazy to think that they introduced the like that much um holy crap that droid that was flying the thing the that the said all the um organics or what did he call them sentience we're mm-hmm. getting ready to land Paul Rubens. Really? RX-24, yeah. Hmm. Yep, anyway. Sorry. Uh, That they introduced something so heavy as genocide into this kid show and (laughs) Zeb dealing with it. That's pretty intense, man. And then you see Callus just being a complete nut. Obviously a sicko. So his turning around is like even bigger a deal. Yeah, it's it's it, yeah. It, I I mean, I like his character arc. I mean, we'll we'll obviously we'll cover it as we go along. But like, it's looking back on these first this first season, it's 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 hard to to believe he who he became in the end. You know, yeah. But you know, Vader turned it around too. So I'm sure. It yeah, and uh, and General Hux to a degree. No, he didn't. That that was all selfish. Yeah, it was all self-serving, but but you know well, what? You got to start pretend, somewhere. Let's pretend he didn't say he just wanted Kylo Ren to lose. <laughs> let's pretend and they, 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 he didn't walk up with the gunshot that he requested and said that they <laughs> eat him up. <laughs> How great was Oscar, Oscar Isaac's reply when he I find out he's the spy? I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Gosh, that was a fun movie. I need to watch that again. Yeah, I think yeah, I'm going to watch it tonight. Been a minute. Yeah. Um, well, guys, I'm having fun with this Rebels rewatch, and um, I'm not going to keep eating the same crap sandwich. Where I apologize for being so hard on it, but it, it nah. is. It's a good show, man. It's good fun, and uh, I think because there's not so much riding on it, and I don't even mean I'm talking about just in general. Because since mm-hmm. that, then we've had some more movies. We've had the closing up of Clone Wars. We've had all this stuff. So the the weight that it's expected to bear as a series is not as much. But we hope that you're enjoying rewatching this with us. We hope you're actually watching it. And uh, and it, but if you're just listening and not watching it, you know what? That's cool too, man. Whatever. But um, there's not really a whole lot else going on. So what we're going to do now is tell you about the other cool thing that I got that you can get to. Our buddy, Chris Hall, artist extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. I commissioned a piece of art from him 
that is very near and very dear to my heart. <laughs> it it combines two of my great loves, and uh, it's going to be coming out in T-shirt and other whatever merch forms. And that is my dope-ass dream come true, Taylor Sith. It is the coolest, man, and I can't <laughs> wait for cool. people to see it. I had the idea for this and certainly could not the execution of it was not going to happen by me, so I got a professional <laughs> to do it, and boy, did he do a great job. And uh, hopefully, depending on how litigious Taylor Swift's people are, um, you'll be able to get one before it gets shut down. Well, you we should have uh, said on the show, because now she's going to know, because she obviously listens to this podcast. Of course so. she does. Of course uh-huh. she does. But no, I can't really wait cool. to have it. I, I you know... Dallas and I are not are, are are not Taylor Swift people, but even I have to admit that this is pretty cool. And uh, Chris Hall, I think you did a really good job per usual, my man. So thanks for that. Knocked and it if out you want to make a Wu Tang shirt with a Minoc as the logo, I'll take that too, <laughs> sir. You got to uh, pay you, money for it. There you um, go. But but yeah, so be it. looking for that on T Public. Yep, it'll be and 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 I'll and I'll put it out, I'll put it out on on Redbubble too. The Australian says it's a lot easier for them for them to get Redbubble stuff if they want that. So I'll put it on there too. Um, also, real quick, I want to mention um, that Dallas and I started a new limited uh, Patreon show. It's gonna be ten episodes. Uh, it's called it's called MJ's Hit List, and it's about the uh, the doc the ten part top docu series, um, the last the last dance and. We've had a lot of fun. We've, we've released two episodes for it so far, and Dallas and I have share really big love for like '90s era basketball, and uh, we've had a we've had a good time. And we wax about- so nostalgic about the '90s. It's <laughs> yeah. so fun. Like I've never had so much fun talking about shoulder pads. Well, in his last episode, we we got to, we we told some some funny stories about our grandfathers and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just, it's just a good time. And uh, yeah, the '90s style is not good, and I'm sad to see that it's coming back. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so if you're in that kind of thing, it's it it's a it's 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 another commentary thing just because it's it's so dramatic and there's so many funny moments that it it, it actually works surprisingly well as a commentary and uh so yeah give it a listen we might we might release an episode on on the main feed at some point um but it's uh it's good so check it out i don't remember did i talk about my grandpa watching glow in his yes underwear? she did yes she okay did. all right, all right. save, save uh, that, for the show save for the great, show that's a great story <laughs> well yeah you definitely should check that out and then tell me how it is and I'll see if I'll check it out. <laughs> no, no. No, he's he's Eric doesn't listen to any of our shows. So it's okay. Dude, I don't listen to my own shows. So here's dude, the thing, man. And and I would expect you not to listen to that one. <laughs> like all of my normal podcast listening has been just out the window. Oh, right. Because I'm with my kids all the time. And uh and it's not even a matter of whether the podcasts I listen to are family friendly. It's just getting them to shut up. It, headphones or not, man, I don't want to just ignore them. So usually when I mow the yard and in the rare occasions that I drive somewhere, but I do miss listening to a lot of podcasts because there's a lot of good stuff out there. But anyhow. Yeah. So, guys, I guess don't forget to check out our T Public site and and are we going to put this on Redbubble too cruiser yeah i said yeah I said, yeah man okay i haven't gotten any of their shirts yet 
Actually, I take that back. I have a shirt that's from another. Well, it's from my one of my favorite podcasts, Holy Swift. They don't make episodes anymore, but well, what a great podcast! Uh, got one of their T-shirts from Redbubble. Um, but yeah, I did get their masks. They're not bad. Can't wait to see my T Public ones. Of course, by then, COVID nineteen won't exist anymore, and uh, so I won't need them. But I'll make a bikini out of them. And uh, so check that out. Okay. And uh, I guess follow the show. Oh, don't forget Patreon, by the way. Can't stress that enough. Patreon.com forward slash the bad motivators. And you can follow the show on Twitter at bad underscore motivators. You can follow me on Twitter at Eric Strollers and Luke. At Luke Cruiser. And Alice. At Turkin Tangents. Sweet, man. Well, hey, I think Taylor Sith is awesome. <laughs> and until next week, we are out of here. Goodbye. Later. The bad motivators. <laughs>